Welcome back, everybody, to episode 121 of the Lookout Podcast. I'm, of course, Meals, and I'm here joined by one co-host of the Big Eyes Podcast. This is very strange. This is and you guys <laughs> caught up to us. You know that, right? Like, you guys are, I'm pretty sure at some point you're going to pass our episode count. Just oh, based yeah, on definitely. You. Just based on the volume. I'll try to mend not to make it happen, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> But nonetheless, I'm LJ from the Big Eyes Podcast here for Titan Time. What is up, bro? Oh man, how's it going? I'm feeling good. We might, we might pass y'all up. That's I'm that's if we continue to drop on the on time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you will. I'm pretty sure you will. A weekly thing, and we are listen. Even after this episode, right? Like we're gonna take some. We're gonna take a bit off. We gotta reset. We gotta figure out what the hell we're doing after this because Titan Time is over. I mean. There's spy family we got to look forward to. There's other things that we got to look forward to. Um, but we got to. Oh yeah, out this spring is loaded. Th- this spring is is we're gonna we're, we're about to get spoiled. I mean, spy family. What? That's in four days. Yeah, it's at the end of this week. Yeah, it's always like you know, like we listen. The lookout got a lot of content coming our way. We, I mean, we got quite a bit of things coming our way. But this episode is not about everything else. It's not. This- is about the final episode of the final season of part two. Back <laughs> <laughs> on Titan. Oh my God, so many fires. We are here. Listen, um, we were concerned at the beginning of this season. We were like, okay, is this going to end it here? We, that's what we all kind of wondered. We knew that they would adapt the entire series. They told us they were going to adapt the entire thing. But me and you were like, okay, Let's see how far they can go with this. Will we get the entire series? Could we get in 12 episodes? To be honest, at the pace they were going at the first half of season four, I was like, yeah, they could get there. They skip a lot, but they probably get there. Um, By episode five, I think, by episode five or six, it was like dangerous. Like, they might be. And then there was also, you know, movie talk. I'm glad, me- we're, I'm glad we're past that. I'm, I'm glad we're past it too because me and you stayed steadfast in the idea that there would be a part three and not a movie. So I'm glad to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we held firm on it. I, I, we, we, we had a we had to fight off a few people too about it too. Listen, we were right. Everybody else is wrong. I'm, yeah. I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> um. If you don't know, we'll talk about it much later in this episode, but they have announced part three of the final season. It is the finale of the final season of Attack on Titan that's been extended over three years. You know what? We'll get into the conversation surrounding that and all the debate surrounding that once we get to the final end of this thing. But nonetheless, we got to hit up this final episode because this final episode of part two, um, I'd say they have a lot of good final episodes. I mean... This reminded me of the final episode of maybe like part three. Yeah, it gave me that same exact feeling. And I think that's why I love this episode so much. Like, I will honestly put this episode up there with one of the best in the entire series. Damn, we've done we said that so many times during the season, but it's true. I mean, it's definitely true because I, I love these episodes kind of where we um, Attack on Titan is still doing this thing, and it's weird because we're like 87 episodes in. We're, they're still doing this thing where they're kind of still telling us everything. They're still putting the pieces together, and they're still adding the motivations, and they're still adding everything that happens with the series um, to the show. So you feel like every new episode, even though it's a dialogue-heavy episode, which in some people could be seen as filler, you still learn so many important things and you kind of get the idea of like so much motivation behind kind of everything that's going on here. And what I'd surmise this episode is about this episode is really, it's about two things. One is about the rumbling, but two, it's like, we finally get the look of them kind of going through all avenues to be like, could this have been avoided? And it could have. Uh, do you feel like that? Because I'm not sure. I feel that it it, it could have, but it's not for their lack of effort. I it definitely could have gone many different ways if different if different plans panned out how they were supposed to. I feel I I feel like 
I'm under the the and I agree with you, but I feel like all of this thing was like predetermined in a sense. Like I feel like no matter what any I feel everything happened for a reason. I'm a big thing of like everything happens for a reason. I think everything here happened for a reason to lead to the result that it's going to lead to. It's kind of like the Doctor Strange thing where there's like there's 20 million outcomes and this is the only outcome that worked. This must have been the only outcome because I feel like if anything else had changed, maybe I'm in my time, you know, traveling bag right now. If anything else had changed, I don't know if anything else would have changed. I don't know. Like I, I, I look at the so many opportunities that they had during the. I, I think I think the issue they messed up with is bringing Aaron on that trip. <laughs> they shouldn't have brought Aaron on the trip. Aaron should have stayed back on the island. They should have just been like, "Hey, like let it let let him stay back. Let us handle this back there." I think him going across the ocean, him seeing essentially his enemies, seeing how they treat others, um. I think that's what really broke him. Um, I mean, but also, once again, we have to put in account of the fact that since Aaron could see into the future and also see into the past, that he's, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe this was already predetermined in how he wanted all this to play out. Because here's the thing, like, he has various moments during this episode. All right, so let me let's, let's step back a little bit and kind of explain things for people who may not have seen, which is weird. Why would you not have seen this and you listen to this podcast? <laughs> but, so the episode starts off with the well, first of all, Sasha's alive in this flashback. Shout out to Sasha for well, thanks, truck. Um, shout out for, for Sasha. <laughs> More, it's the food uh, truck, man. It's, it's, it's coming to drop some more off to Sasha. New York City. Come on. But shout out to Sasha for being alive in this flashback and I guess having a moment in this part two of season four um, because she's been dead for a while. But <laughs> <laughs> but we finally get to and, and it's nice because you kind of everything is so serious, right? Like we just got through these like this like three part or two part episode of like dudes having to stab their own friends in the face and people having their limbs cut off and having to side with their enemies and all this other stuff like that. But we kind of go back in time and we get to explore. It's like a quaint little, it was like, yo, we look at the ice cream. What the hell is this? Like, Oh my God. Um, they call Levi a kid. I was like, damn, come on. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Got my, my, my man's is on his, uh, his, on his, he's bro. He came through <laughs> with a clown fit. He had the candy. He was like pressed all up on Levi. Levi was just like mad, uncomfortable. And he was like, "Aren't you a kid?" And he was like, "I am a grown man. <laughs> a grown ass man. Fuck out of here!" Shout out to Onion Capone also on this island for whatever reason. He's just like, "Yo, I'm the only, still the only black person here <laughs> in the show, alive." <laughs> but I mean, those so they they get over to this in the hopes of. Um, pretty much trying to convince people that parody they're not island devils maybe they can do this maybe they can prevent going with zeke's plan which allows them to start the rumbling which will have them kill a portion of the earth or something along those lines maybe they can stop that and even before that i mean uh, the the first scene is them mikasa kind of wondering i was like could this have all been avoided and was Aaron always this messed up in the first place? She's kind of like, and I mean, we read the manga, so we kind of know what happens. But this is a very pivotal point, I guess, of this series because it's now focused on Mikasa. And like, we, we've been trailing her for pretty much throughout this season four of like, is Aaron right? Will I do, if I need to, will I be able to kill Aaron? Will, and she's still kind of like, you know, fiddling with those feelings so we get that flashback of mikasa and aaron aaron is a i mean the kid steals the purse how did you feel about this the ethnic immigrant stuff (laughs) um locals want to beat his ass for stealing from white people you know what i (laughs) i actually i actually felt that all that added to the story it added to kind of aaron's frustration once again like this is why they probably should have kept him home because i think seeing that injustice and seeing like how they were treating um people who weren't uh marley and they i think that right there just gave him more of the push and of idea of it's like all these people need to go like every single one of them and this was you know 
again, that end of the season three thing, right? Our enemies are across the ocean. And that that point, I remember that so specifically because the end of season three is where I ended up before season four started. And I remember that just that moment being so potent. And I didn't know what was going to go on afterwards because I hadn't read the manga yet or I hadn't known what season four was going to be yet. But I just remember that, that being so the idea of spending these three seasons, right, fighting for freedom, you fighting to see what's on the other side, you thinking that you're the only people that live on this kind of earth and finding out that the truth is that it's not even that. And the world hates them and their enemies are, they are essentially, it's one on everybody. Like finding that out and then going across the sea, it's seeing it visually for yourself and stuff like that. It's seeing all the hate and the discrimination and, you know, people hating the, even the, the mere, uh, mention of the subjects of a mirror is like, yo, how are we going to kill this kid? You know, da, 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 da. and I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. But we go back to the scene, right? And you talk about kind of returning to the, if, if all of this could have been avoided, um, the Mikasa and Aaron scene where first of all, Aaron is standing there. He, he separated himself from the group and we see him with one tear rolling down his eye. And if I had to guess, is because he knows he's about to kill all these things. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the decision. I think that is true. Like the, I feel that that moment, it, it's supposed to feel like a oh he's sympathizing with them, but I think I do agree. I think his tears and that that moment of sadness is him knowing that they have to go too. Like, yeah. like everyone has to go. He's seen this in his memories. He's seen mm-hmm. this future memories and the past memories he knows exactly what's going to happen he's trying to avoid it by anything possible and maybe it's like you know it would be stupid and i'm gonna take a, a line from sound only podcast shout out to micah and justin charity um stupid anime bullshit of like maybe he can change how time works like in a very um remember season four my hero uh can I change what Sir has saw in the future? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. By the power of, you know, friendship and stuff like that. Maybe that could have happened. I don't I, but like we're we're so past the power of friendship with this series though. Oh yeah. Power of friendship. I just watch people kill their own friends. Yeah, like it's it's yeah, power of friendship's out the window. Friends don't matter anymore. It's it's now just all based on um essentially like everyone standing on some type of different moral ground and who do you side with because i really don't feel there is the only really wrong side to me is the marlian side like aaron i don't believe aaron is wrong but i don't believe also how the other the other ways they're trying to go about it was wrong either yeah no absolutely i mean he he's looking at this and he kind of sees it for his. He's like, these are people who just been displaced, kind of like we were, and their freedoms have been stolen. And you know, that word freedom, big trigger for this guy. You'll see, when some freedoms have been attacked, he is uh he's the crusader who's like, nah, fuck that freedom. This you know you know what I'm about. Um, Mikasa comes up. And he looks at Mikasa, and I think he's looking for a way out. Like, I don't know if it's subtle. I don't know if he... Do you think if Mikasa actually admitted her feelings, that would have changed something? Do you think her telling him, I love you, at that moment right there, really would have changed how he went about things? So... I don't know, but I don't, by my theory, no, (laughs) I feel like, no, it would not have changed. I feel like he saw so many things in the future that even if she did say that the rumbling would have happened anyway. Like, I think if she doesn't say that the entire, like things in the past and all these other things, I feel like, yeah, it's some alternate timeline shit. Yeah. That I'm talking about, but I feel like, because yeah yeah i don't think it would have changed i don't know i would like to think it would have i would have liked to think you know what baby you right 
you know. Because also at the same time, like I, I do believe that Aaron feels the same way. I think like in his head, Amy, we obviously see this in this episode too, as we go, you know, go throughout it, but he he does love her also. And I think yeah. he loves his friends and he loves his island and he loves his people and he loves everything that in like at the end of the day it's more about it's more about them than him. Like people look at this, uh, what he's doing as such as a selfish act or an act of like a, you know what I'm saying? Like a power grab. But in reality, it really is him like loving the people around him to the point where he's like, I don't want, I, I want y'all to, to be in a world where you don't have to worry about your life being in danger anymore. There's and also, go and, and your your freedom thing too is very thing because that's first episode. <laughs> the whole thing of freedom is 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 key. Yeah. No. I mean, it's all these things. She. I mean, she ends up kind of like. I mean, she's obviously you can see, and they've hinted it throughout the series, but they haven't really explored like this relationship in kind of like a in you know how Aaron feels about it. More so, we're all getting it from the perspective of how Mikasu feels about it. And to be honest, I don't think Aaron feels anything. I think he is a teenage boy who doesn't see that this girl loves him. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, uh, yeah, nah, she's just a homie. Um, <laughs> she might kill for me, but she's been doing that all my life, so I don't even know like anything else to be honest with you. Um, but Mikasa blushes, and you see that, oh, uh, you know, she's getting feelings and stuff like that. But she's like, no, you're my, no, we're family. Like, we're homies. Like, that's this is our thing. And, you know, Mikasa's wondering at that moment, it's like, yo, if I had given the answer that I truly felt, could all of this have been avoided? So maybe she's putting a lot of this on herself as well, you know? Um. Anyway. Everyone gets to drinking. They blame it on the glue skin, having loose and all this other shit like that. Like they are having a lot of fun. And it is it feels like the first time. I mean, these are people that they don't even know, but it feels like the first time, like, you kind of get to see peace between different kind of races and stuff like that. I don't know. I guess they're all like uh bonding over the I mean, they're bonding over fucking Oh, they they're lit. It's low that's like Loki, they're celebrating Ramadan. Child to like, they're having Ramadan dinner right there. Absolutely. So they're, I mean, they're having fun nonetheless, and they're having everyone's drinking, everyone's getting drunk. Leave Even the own. kid. I so I was like, like, there's like a clip where like Connie's like pouring the bottle in the kid's mouth, and I'm like, why is he? Why is the kid driving the boat? fire. I mean, they. <laughs> the kid was lit, and the kid was holding his liquor. Like, kid was straight. Gabby was, Gabby was drunk at the first in the first few episodes of season four too. Um, so obviously they don't give a damn about kids. Oh yeah, they. In anything of the sort. Um, here on the lookout, we don't support underage drinking, but I guess in anime, it's perfectly okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're fictional characters, so there's no real consequences. But in real life, there are consequences. <laughs> kids if you're listening to this um kaya <laughs> <laughs> they get to the 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 area where i mean someone's trying to make a case for eldians and marley and even the person making the case is like now nah, we're not the wrong ones it's them niggas on that island they're the fucked up ones they're the ones who we have this problem with, and that's the reason why we're not the bad Eldians. We've atoned for our sins. We've done everything, man. But those people on the island, you gotta get them. And Mikasa says, um, that was the day that Aaron left us. He left, and they didn't see him again until the attack on, you know, the attack on Marley in the first part of season one, um, where he had slaughtered all those people, and they didn't hear from him until he sent the letter that essentially, you know, he didn't trusted Zeke with everything. And it's like, we're going to go with Zeke's idea and this is the only option. And this is all that we kind of have. And it's, it's kind of sad, you know, to watch kind of the last kind of like hope that he had. I think he went to this Island with even a shred of optimism. 
let's see what we can do to change it. But I feel like deep in his mind, he knew that, like, because he'd seen so much, he's like, this is unavoidable. Like, we're going to get here, and it's going to be a bunch of bullshit. But let's try anyway. Um, But he just couldn't. And look at where we are now. You know? Um, yeah, I... I think that I think that a lot of like his plan was already predetermined. I think he was just I think through I mean especially I think the 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 moment where they go into that hall and he hears how they're talking that just solidified his feelings of this is what needs to happen. I do agree that I think he was doing whatever he can to try to talk himself out of it. Um and and I think the moment of being with you know being with the refugees and being with the people of the call and like spending that night that was that was a moment where he was like you know you you could kind of feel that he was like maybe I, there's another way, um but I think that once he went into that hall and heard how they were speaking and heard the 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 ideologies that even his own people had about them on the island he was just kind of like all right fuck it like you know what i'm saying he was just like you know that's that's it this is this is what is done. yeah the world is our enemies like it and for him he was just like okay cool and you you just slowly see he's kind of on his you know he was kind of on his batman wave of you know <laughs> he he was he was like i'm i'm going to be working secret under the secrets <laughs> like there's always like a deeper deeper plot to the deeper plot for him right um but I think that, yeah, this this episode for me and the reason why I really do really enjoyed it so much is well, going back to what you said before, the, the past two episodes were very intense. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, very gory, very bloody is kind of like this. I, and we go into this episode and you it, it's a step back from that, I guess, like the visual aspect. And, you you know, you see a little bit, you just kind of get into the the minds of how they even got to this like and, and i love the the fact that like mikasa was the one to really kind of carry this narration um we really don't hear from her much throughout the series she's not really like a an outspoken character and i think this mm-hmm. um this episode how she speaks and what she's talking you know and how she talks about her feelings for Arian and her you know seeing it from her perspective of seeing someone that she very much cared about whether it's romantic or you know or just a friendship whatever but seeing someone that she cares about she talks about just seeing them deteriorate and i think that well even that moment where she's like and that's the last time we saw aaron you know for me it's not just like a last time they actually saw him but i think that's the last time they've really you know they're just like that's the last time we felt that was our aaron you know after after that moment aaron was a completely different person than what we've you know what I'm saying? That what we thought he was. You can, you can definitely see. I mean, again, I take this from the end of when you look at even before the end of season three, you can still see it in season three. There's a little bit of optimism. But the moment he kisses that hand of Historia, he almost fundamentally changes and he becomes warped because he's seen so much. Like it's the idea that, you know, they say ignorance is bliss and maybe they're all living their bliss lives and stuff like that. They're drinking, having fun and like that. But the things that Aaron has seen, he's seen past memories. He's seen future memories. He's seen other stuff. It's all like warping his perspective of like what's real and what isn't and what's happening and what isn't. And he can only look at things and kind of see like at the end of the day, like destruction is unavoidable destruction is going to be here um he tries to change it in so many different ways and he tries to avoid it and he, he you know you can see him in this episode he's reaching out to mikasa just to tell him like one thing it's like yo maybe if she told me that's one thing like things would be changed he goes to um marley they try to like you know okay maybe this can you know maybe this will change my perspective but none of it does like none of it and at this point, he kind of knows it's like, yo, like, this is just what I'm going to have to do. And you kind of get the, you truly get, I mean, they're piecing together whatever the rest happened in this fucking show, because I feel like we're, we're, de- I mean, we're definitely approaching the end, hence the news that we're going to talk about at the end of this podcast. But we're approaching the end. So th- I feel like they're adding a lot of pieces because we see the flashback with Yelena and Aaron with Flock listening, where they kind of laying out the plan. And that's the first time we really see that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. 
it's only been referenced throughout the thing. So it's the first time we see this plan of like, okay, um, here's what I'm going to do to side with Zeke. And here's how you're going to be on board with that. And then he goes to Flock and it's like, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> here's the real plan. <laughs> um, I really, I really wonder. That moment is crazy to me, especially if you know about Aaron and Flock's history, that Flock was the one that he entrusted with that. I guess because he has, he, he doesn't have any of, he doesn't feel any strong attachment to Flock at the end of the day. Like Flock is a follower and I guess he tolerates Flock, but he doesn't have the emotional connection that he did when he first joined the Survey Corps like he did with everybody else. I think if he tr- entrusted anybody else with this knowledge, they probably would have been like, oh, nah, this nigga's wildin'. I got to go tell everybody. Flock has a sense of like, I guess, um, like fighting for something, feeling like he's fighting for something um, and, and, and a bigger cause that I guess that people can rally around. And it isn't necessarily misguided by emotions and feelings and stuff like that not to say that flock is like some emotionless fuck but i mean he kind of is but um no I flock flock just he's a, he's a bandwagoner he, he'll he'll hop on he'll hop on the winning team at any moment yeah but he's not swayed by any of the history now he also i mean aaron we also see the aaron with him in historia shout out to historia for appearing for the first time in fucking forever in the show um <laughs> She's the queen, and we do not see her at all. Like she has no part. <laughs> you know, she's like, go sit down, have some babies. That's kind of how you figuring this thing out. Um, and she's talking with Aaron. And you know what's crazy? Between this scene and next scene, what the 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 this is how I know everything happened for a reason. Aaron is standing next to historian one scene. They could have touched and did the whole damn thing and figured something out. They didn't. He's also standing next to, you know, um, another person of royal blood, which is Zeke, in another scene that happens right after. Doesn't touch. Doesn't want to. Needs the perfect timing. Everything is waiting for the certain time to do something. Like... Not to say that he couldn't, not to say that it was like, oh, it was willy-nilly, but like, if he really wanted to create a plan and say, I needed the founding Titan, he probably could have did something with Historia, but he cares for Historia, so I understand. But he also probably could have did something with Zeke a little bit earlier, if he really wanted to get his shit off. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like he just held out on both situations um, because of this grander scheme that he was planning, but he has this... um. He has this thing where Historia is like, yo, I'm going to go with him. Like, I don't care if I have babies and my babies eat me. Like, I'm, we trying to save the world, right? Like, if this is our best chance of survival, I'll go along with it is what she says. And Aaron responds with, you're fine with it, but I'm not. <laughs> like, you're fine with this thing, but ideally, this is not the way. I'm not going to sit around and have children eat their parents for the next 50 years. I'm not going to have you be this woman who's just carrying babies for the sake of humanity. That's not what's going to happen. That's not what resolves this bigger ideal. And, you know, he also talks to Zeke. And Zeke's like, yo, headaches, never heard about it. But I think she's feeling you, to be honest with you. So maybe you can talk <laughs> um, I feel Zeke is the last person you should ask for, like, romantic womanly advice. But hey. <laughs> he was going to talk to me about this. John? <laughs> John. Um, he could have. He could John's trying to bag Mika for himself. He's going to give him bad ideas. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I feel that. I feel that John had a. I mean, he, he has a, he has more of a level head than Zeke. I feel that. Nah, so Zeke, I, would, I feel that Zeke is the last person I would ask for any advice when it comes to women. I don't know. I wouldn't ask Jean. I don't know. I feel like Jean also wants me because so there's a little bit of a conflict of interest there, and he would give me purposely wrong advice. Actually, so, is there anyone there that you could ask for womanly advice? I feel all of them fumbled the bag. Um, shit. Nah, is there anyone that... I don't even know how many people are romantic. Armin, only time Armin was talking to Annie is when she was in a tank. 
Yeah, that don't <laughs> really count. Like, would she have talked to him if she wasn't frozen to death? You know? <laughs> if she was he took not. advantage of a bad situation. Yeah, it was like, she's, I'm sure she's glad that she was there to talk to him, but she's also like, I would not be talking to you if I wasn't frozen right now. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe Sasha's dad. Maybe that's <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, Sasha's dad looked like he was the only one that was in a uh, in, in a happy happy relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, even after I'm dead, their lives will go on. They show him mutilating himself, cutting his leg off, poking a thing in his eye, so you can set the stage for the big season four. And he. You know, everything is for everything that he's doing is for the happiness of his friends and family and his island and stuff like that. So we get to the, you know, everything that's going on as destructive, as gory as it is, as wild as it is, is for the sake of people. We reach the final scene of this, you know, episode. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Final scene. Hey, shout out to the shout out to the swimming titans, man. They're in there like Michael Phelps. I'm talking about <laughs> who knew that they could swim, right? Like I was... that's what I was like. <laughs> okay, I was like, first of all, this whole time I thought they were just like walking over the water. I'm like, you're what? Well enough where their feet could, and I guess it's like you know, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Yeah, they probably might drown. To be honest. Then we just see them straight, like, U.S. Olympic team, not even paddling. Like, they're just, like, straight jet streaming it. And, you know, you see the global allied fleet, and they're like, yo, we got to end this shit right now. Every ship, every cannon, everything is there. Um, They shoot their things. They managed to get some diamonds. I mean, it's not like, you know. This shit ain't Frieza, man. Where every bullet hits and no one gets, no one kills. This ain't Dragon Ball Z or any other show. Get some Titans off. Um, But as Jadakiss says, it was good, but it wasn't enough. It was not (laughs) good enough. It was not good enough. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they, you know, listen. At least they, yeah, I could say, at at least they didn't get, you know, 21 owed. They got a couple buckets in. They got a couple. They got a couple. But nonetheless. It was like 21-3. Steam comes through, burns and singes everybody. All the ships go flying in the air. The troops begin to run. Can I I play a song that was playing during this moment? Yes. All right, hold on. Stepping on niggas. (laughs) Stepping on niggas. Stepping on niggas. Stepping on niggas. That was playing in the background. <laughs> that's gonna be the theme from part three, by the way. It should be. I think that's the, <laughs> they should play that. They should play that every time they show the Titans. And as soon as the Titans are off screen, they just stop playing the music. <laughs> Stepping on niggas. Um, oh yeah. man, yeah. Essentially, that's what happens. We finally get the reveal of Aaron, though. Yeah, like, that was creepy. Humbling. Yeah, that was that was insane. Like I, I always thought this would be the end of this part because we needed to see the reveal of Aaron. Um, but him being like the final form of the founding Titan is sick. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> um, we really need like an infographic of just like size charts on like how big these titans are in comparison to because Aaron looks like like the titans are huge but like Aaron looks massive yeah like <laughs> like he makes them look puny on another level you know what I'm saying like the the I love this all right so first of all I, I tweeted that th- this morning in terms of like you look at the first episode of attack on Titan, and you look at this episode and you see the rumbling crushing cities and you see exactly what happened in the first episode where the the colossal titan crushes um 
his own city. And you kind of look how this is like, wow, this escalated quickly type of thing. Um, and I guess that's what this, this show is kind of show you like the cycle of violence, the cycle of violence is going to continue. Like, and, and you look at from that episode to this episode and you kind of see how the, we're finally seeing like the roles have changed and you're seeing it as bare physical form that the roles have changed completely was once the victim is now the attacker, you know, and this was all because of everything that's happened over the last number of years, everything that's built up to this point right here, every memory scene, every family member killed, every, you know, every person killed, every, every time he saw injustice, every, you know, his own friends, his own family, everything, like everything has led up to this moment. That's why I always feel like, yo, this thing was supposed to happen because I feel like everything that, was supposed to happen happened even down to mikasa like i'm scared like you know you family actually but like even that we see here and kind of like what it leads to yeah um and aaron saw this all in the past and he knows like yo listen man it's 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 a cold day it's cold like you know <laughs> <laughs> stepping on niggas, stepping, stepping on niggas, stepping, stepping on niggas, stepping. He's seen this. <laughs> that was in his head the entire time. Savage Mode Two was in his head the entire time. He's like, "Yo, fuck it." That is that is hilarious. Nah. <laughs> It's absolutely funny. Yo, look, it's, it's it's messed up because like imagine someone like like there's two ways you could really go out. They can either burn the hell out of you or they can step on you. Or eat you. But that but like these times don't look like they care about eating humans. But it's just like Nah, they just stepping on. <laughs> they just stepping on them. Or if they just if you just so happen to miss a foot, they let off so much steam that your body's gonna burn to a crisp. Yeah. Like there's no escaping this destruction. Everyone wants to escape. All, all you troops that are trying to run away, it's all for naught. Y'all better get in the airplane or something because it's slow for the ground shit. So but my it, thing is, is like I'm I'm really thinking about Aaron's route. Like, is he planning to legit walk the whole Earth? Yes. Like, is he gonna he's gonna go the full and then just stop back at the island? Like, does he park? He parks the Titans he, back at the island. I think on the he's, other side. So here's what here's what I think his long term game plan is. I'm glad you asked this because I don't think we ever know or it's ever spelled out. But I, here's what I think his long game plan is. I'm gonna spend like the next four months really putting foots and asses, <laughs> <laughs> boost the asses, just stomping mud yeah. holes everywhere, stomping mud holes and everybody. I'm just gonna really we're gonna take this step by step. <laughs> <laughs> be a walk to remember um it's a million man march that's crazy there you go i'm gonna spend the next four months doing that we're gonna clear out everybody everybody you know um and then i'm not going back home because they're gonna try to eat me or something like at this point it's a wrap for me someone gonna try to eat me i know it this is the only way that they can stop me is eat me or something along those lines so what I'm going to do is I'm going to park somewhere else and just wait till I die. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be it. And he may do, I don't know if he wants, he does, he's not going to euthanize people the last minute or anything of the lines, but I truly do feel like, yo, if they can be all right, that's tr- I'm good with that. Now. Could, wait, cause could Aaron go back? He can't go back to his original form, huh? He's he's just stuck I, I like that. I would hope so. I don't know. We've never really seen this happen before. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's a could lot of questions. Out? Could he pop out out of, out of body and just be like, "Yo, came out for air"? Could he do that? We I don't know. We haven't seen him in seven episodes. <laughs> like <laughs> he is a he's a big boy. So that is scary looking. Um. So that ends part two of the final season of Attack on Titan. Um, immediately after this aired in Japan, we got the news that there will be a part three 
of Attack on Titan, the final season, in 2023. There are mixed reactions to this. Very big mixed reactions. So I want to ask you, Sir LJ, what is your reaction to this? <laughs> um, to be honest, it it fits. It it works. I I think having three parts for this, especially for this final arc. Um, I mean, this final arc kind of works in three parts, anyways. If you kind of you know, it's kind of a three act final arc, anyways. Mm-hmm. So I think that um breaking it up like that makes sense uh i know a lot of people were like well why don't you just do three separate seasons and i'm like well first of all if you did three separate seasons you're still getting the same amount of episodes so what's the what's the big deal of calling it a season and a part you know what i'm saying like it it is what it is um but i think that this final season it it just works like that like we wouldn't especially if they're trying to get down to every nitty-gritty detail that happens in these final two things um, you're you're gonna have to break it up, and I'm sure that it, it ha- it's. I'm more sure that it's a studio thing than them trying to be like we're just gonna break this up into three parts. No, I agree with you because I think the amount of work that the the tremendous amount of work it takes to produce this show, like over the I I looked at it like over the past years, like oh this show started you know everyone's complaining this show started ten years ago ended yo you realize how long. I feel like people died trying to make this show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's so much in terms of if you go back through the history of it and look at all the production issues and look at kind of like the production of the show and moving from Wit Studio to eventually MAPPA and stuff like that. Like, you can see like this show took a toll on so many people and is not easy to make. So for me, the fact that we're getting three seasons every year back to back or at least three parts to a season, to me is unprecedented, especially if you look at the gap between season one and season two. (laughs) Especially when you look at the gap of shows like Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, other things, I really feel like the only show we get year by year is My Hero Academia. Um, Mm -hmm. But for us to get Attack on Titan year... I mean, there's 12 episodes in 2021. I mean, it started a little bit in 2020, but it's really 2021. Because the first part was 12 episodes too, right? No, no, no. The first, episode, the first part was 16 episodes. 16, 12. So we're at 28, technically. Right. Around each season. Like eight. Yeah. So we're going to end around, what, maybe 36 episodes? Yeah. Like, that's really no... It's not that big of a difference from years, everything like 36 episodes three years but also if you look at all the other seasons all the other seasons are damn near like 27 episodes 28 episodes like it's not like once again like this isn't really out the norm and i'm perfectly fine with them breaking it up how they have like you think of the first part you look at the first part they deal a lot with them being you know the the attack on marley them coming back them trying to come up with a plan boom now i'm saying that's first act this whole second act, oh shit, Aaron on some other type of shit. We don't know what the hell is going. Like it, it just seems like pure chaos, and people are trying to find their footing. Right, right. This was the prelude to the rumbling, essentially. Yeah, and, and finally the- we end with them having their footing, and then now we're going into this last part of just like, okay, they actually know everybody kind of has their ground that they're standing on, and we know where everyone is kind of standing on right now, and. Now it's kind of just a, a, a battle of who's going to win this or not. I was talking to Jay Versace Vegeta about this, and I feel like this is one of the very few like event anime type of things, and I, I haven't really seen anything like it since probably the end of Dragon Ball Super, um, where people are like locked in every week, and you need to like stay locked in every week. And the timeline is talking about it; it's a trending topic. Everything along the lines, like you don't get a lot of these, so I understand why they would, you know, stretch it out. Now, I don't think that's just the sole reason they're stretching out. Like you said, I really think it's a studio thing. Like we don't have the manpower to make thirty-six of these motherfucking episodes all at once, or else you wouldn't get this until two thousand twenty-five. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. So if we're working on so many different things, y'all know the animes that we're working on. Don't act like we ain't just give you a classic in the theaters a couple weeks ago. Relax. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, you have to think about everything that 
Moffat is doing right now, and <laughs> I'm sure that their workload is absolutely insane. Um, and breaking, like I said, breaking it up, I'm very sure that this is more of a studio thing than anything else. Is I'm sure it's not a, um, you know, the creators just being like, you know what we're gonna do. <laughs> I'm sure that they want to get this done just as much as the fans want to have it done. Like I'm a thousand percent Ooh. sure that if they could, if they could have had one straight complete season and got it all the way done as they they would have. But the show but takes time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think how they did it was I think how they've broken it up. I think how each part has been broken up. It's been perfect. They've they've had really great stopping points at each one. Um, I've always had an issue with a like. No, my biggest issue with AOT has always been how they have um how they've revealed things, like the pacing of like how things get revealed in mm-hmm. each episode. And I think that this is the best they have done in terms of like piecing things together, especially with this last episode of like revealing like oh, here's like the actual plan that actually is going on. Like I think this is the best they have done in terms of, of their pacing. Um, I agree. So, I I don't know. I'm perfectly fine with a part three. I'm perfectly fine with the fact that they didn't do a movie, which everyone was kind of like speculating, and some people were championing. And I'm just like, a movie right now would be the absolute dumbest thing that they could do. Um, I'd understand it, but I would not like it. I'd understand it, but I would be like, this. I wouldn't even understand it. You're drop. You're legit dropping people in the middle of the probably like. One of the biggest, legit, the climax of the story. I have, dropping I, them in the middle. I agree, but people would watch it anyway. I'm, oh I'm, yeah, for sure. It would allow people to okay, make sure you go binge this fucking show and then you go see the movie. Um, so I completely understand it. I understand why they could do a movie. I think doing a movie and immediately splitting up the fan base of the show by a lot because it takes them. I mean, the dub isn't too far behind. This isn't one of the most egregious dub schedules that they've had. You know, like mm-hmm. some dubs we get a year after the fact. They now dub in Digimon 2020. It's 2022. You know what I'm saying? And the show <laughs> Digimon Adventure 2020. Um, so this isn't one of the most egregious dub schedules that you have. And we probably get it like two months after. But I feel like you can't tell this story. It would have to be like a four hour movie. And. I don't think you can tell the story in just simply a movie because you're going to you're going to be constrained by the conventions of making a movie, which things are going to change inherent inherently because you have to tell this. Like you said, you're dropping off in the middle, but you have to tell this kind of plot and this kind of story in a certain way and introduce characters and all these other things. So people know what you're talking about. And so people have the back context and stuff like that. Um. I think it would be a major problem, yeah, if they had released it as a movie. Just keep it as a show. Have me binge the show. I'll watch it again. Shit. I, every time I watch a show, I've realized something I fucking didn't see before, which is always nice. Um, last time I went to go, I mean, after I finished after I finished the first part of the season, I was like, yo. after No, after I finished episode five of this part two of Attack on Titan, the final season, um, I, woke, I, I went back and I was like, yo. I wonder how many times I could pinpoint the moment where Aaron was talking to himself and was like, yo, crush that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like th- that's the, that's the general thing that I have, like being able to go back to the show with all the information that you get in this final season, this epic of a season, because this is truly an epic season, in my opinion. Um, it's kind of cool. So I understand where they're coming from. We're going to get part three in 2023. They didn't say when in 2023, which is the major difference between part one and part two. Um, I'm sure we're getting the top of the year, maybe around then. I would assume I would assume because it's eight episodes it's either going to start in February or it's going to start in like May Um, because of how the winter. Spring, summer anime schedules go. Um, But I assume it around then, but. I mean, you got the shit to look forward to, man. Come on. 
That's about? what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like y'all, y'all have been every day. Y'all cry about like, oh my gosh, like this is gonna be our li- like Titan Sundays are almost getting close to an end, and then now you're getting more Titan Sundays, and you're upset about it. I can't. I was like, I, I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. But anime no. fans are very hard to please. I say this all the time. They're the most hard. They're the hardest people to please. I'm still side with wrestling fans, but <laughs> we can agree. <laughs> Disagree. Um, with that said, bro, thank you for joining us. Oh yeah, always, man. Final, I love it. I love final, final season part two, by the way. Um, big eyes. Uh, yeah, big eyes. You know, y'all catch us tomorrow. Look out for the the big eye power rankings, which is right now causing a lot of argument for the power ranking committee. New favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> The, the 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 power rankings are fun, man. I, I'm happy that we we introduced this. It is now caused us to to have some more discussion. But um, yeah, be be on the be on the lookout for for big eyes tomorrow. Um, I'm pushing hard for a certain manga to get number one. Um, I'm I'm kind of fighting a losing battle right now, but I'm gonna still push. Still push. Never give up. Take a look no, at what yeah, I never. Yeah, I, yeah, I might just start stepping on niggas. Like, like I might just, you know, have to flex some type of some type of power like him. I have to do some type of power grab. If Evan gave up, where would we be? You know what I'm saying? So never give up. Only keep moving forward. Only keep moving forward. Listen, we keep stepping on. <laughs> That's that should be the name of this episode. It's going to be the name of this episode. I guarantee you. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Of course. Um, the lookout. So we're finished with Titan time. What we're gonna do is and take a take a little bit of a hiatus. Not too long of a hiatus. Don't get me wrong. But we're gonna take a little bit of a hiatus. Kind of figure out what we're gonna do. Who we want to talk to. What we kind of thing. Come up with a couple new concepts for a couple new shows. So that might be fun. Um, and we'll be back. We'll definitely be back before the summer. But then also we'll be back in the summer. So. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. Of course, you can listen to the Lookout at the Lookout on RNC Radio, where you can subscribe to hear all you know the Lookout and the Big Eyes podcast and Mont Silver if we ever decide to drop. I don't know when that's going to drop next, but um, and then you can follow us on Twitter at the Lookout RNC and just you know stay tuned to everything that we got going on. Um, stay tuned to the Big Eyes Power Rankings with new manga of the week and uh, yeah, that's all I got. Thank you guys and keep moving forward. Keep, Keep stepping. stepping. Keep stepping on these.